Welcome to another edition of Talking Sports and Fitness with Zeke. I'm Zeke, sometimes known as Mike Zielinski. And just a reminder, uh, please like us on Facebook and subscribe to the People Chronicles channel on YouTube. And also you can check me out on my Facebook page. Uh, with me again today is Tony Sabanos, who is the owner and lead trainer for Accelerated Speed Training. Uh, and uh, we did one show with you already, Tony, discussing speed and agility specifically, but uh, this topic, the story of this program, will be you know, general uh, personal training for men and women. Okay. Uh, I guess there's so many things people can do, biking, uh, treadmill, uh, lifting, uh, so many things uh, with your programs, and you do general fitness training as well. Uh, for men and women, maybe we'll get to the distinctions later, but what are some of the programs that you do when somebody walks in and is off the street and they want to lose maybe 15 pounds and their cardio is not real up to speed mm -hmm. because they've been busy in their lives and you know, they're probably not eating right? And, but anyway, what are some of the things you do? Well, one of the first things we do when they come in is we'll sit down and figure out what their goals are. So if your goal is to lose 15 pounds, you know, we have to take steps and progression to be able to get to that goal. So the very first thing we talk about is nutrition. Everyone wants to talk about the exercise side of things. Oh, I do kettlebell. Yeah. I do TRX. I do this. I do that. Nobody wants to talk about the nutrition side. And the nutrition side, if you're not doing that side of things, you're missing the boat entirely because you're... That's the hardest part. Yes, that's the hardest part. Yeah. So your success rate will determine on how good yeah. your nutrition program is and if you can adhere to making changes in your diet and so forth. That's how you lose 15 pounds. The exercise helps exercise expedite the process, but really it boils down to calories in versus calories out. Uh, is, you know, how much does it play in, they say, weight training? You know, cardio is great and it burns mm -hmm. off calories, but it, uh, weight training apparently has a uh, residual effect that mm -hmm. if, you, if you're lifting hard and properly, you're burning more fat when you're at rest. Mm -hmm. One of the misconceptions is a lot of individuals will come into the gym and they think that just by doing cardio that they're going to get that fit, lean, tone look that they're looking for. That's actually a misnomer. The way you get that is through the strength training side of things. So when you're on the elliptical for, say, an hour, you burn X number of calories while you're on the elliptical for that hour. When you're strength training, not only are you burning calories for that hour, but you're burning calories several hours after the fact. So that's why it's important that you include both cardiovascular and strength training in your exercise protocol. So for, say, the average person trying to lose 10 to 15 pounds, what kind of program do you put them on specifically? Well, like I said, first thing we do is we talk about nutrition. There's so many fallacies as far as what you should be doing nutritionally that we try to straighten all those out. It's the basic stuff. You want to make sure you're eating five to six small meals, balance of proteins, fats, and carbohydrates. Uh, any nutritional program that tells you to do away with one of the three essential nutrients that you need, either proteins, fats, or carbohydrates, will never work, and they typically are a fad and you'll go back to a more normal protocol at some point in time which is why the majority of society yo-yos back and forth rather than is able to maintain a healthy body weight yeah because it's a little difficult i mean if you have a job for instance to have eat five or six meals you know unless you keep bringing different meals to the office not know? necessarily you figure yeah. most people eat three meals a day hopefully so you got breakfast lunch and dinner which typically you're allocated right. already so really you only need 
two or three small snacks in between. So instead of getting a candy bar or chips from the vending machine. Right, you right. You would do something like, you know, a Greek yogurt and an apple or something along those lines so that you have that balance of protein to carbohydrates. And wh- why is that? Why six meals? Is because does your body start storing fat if you stop eating for a period of time? Yeah, what happens is your body goes into a catabolic state, which means that you're storing fat and losing lean muscle tissue. In order to keep you in an anabolic state, which doesn't necessarily mean that you're going to look like the rock at the end of the day if you're <laughs> male or female. Yeah. Um, that just means that you have enough fuel in your system to continue burning, burning those calories throughout the day. And that's what helps you function throughout your daytime. Most people have a lapse uh, mid-afternoon where they get that sluggish, tiredish feeling. feeling mm-hmm. um, and that's because their calories aren't balanced the way that they should. So by including those small meals, it's like trying to run your car with no gas in your car. If you have no gas in your car, you don't go very far. Well, if you have no food in your right. system, the same methodology applies. So not a good idea to skip breakfast to lose weight. Not at all. Not at all. Now, tell me, what are specifically some of the exercise programs, say for a male? Uh, typically, guys are much easier than women are as far as results go because predominant uh, hormone is testosterone, which helps keep them in an anabolic state. So guys, typically within a month, I mean, you're looking at maybe two days of strength training and two days of some sort of cardiovascular. A lot of times we'll do a lower body day and an upper body day and try to encompass all the muscle groups because really we want to make sure that you have a well-balanced physique. So we want to make sure that we're hitting everything throughout the course of the week and not negating any areas. Yeah, and you don't want to overtrain and doing the same muscle. Right part two days in a row right was it usually like 48 hours between it depends everyone recovers at a different rate um i would say some people are 48 hours more people are like 72 possibly longer depending on the intensity of the training session each time you strength train you're breaking down muscle fibers so it needs time to repair so based on the intensity of what you're doing and the duration will determine how long you need to actually recover do you do a mix of machines and free weights Usually if the individual has never been in a gym before um, and is a very beginner stage of the whole process, we'll do a lot of machines because... Better form? Yeah, it's better form and it helps them get comfortable in the atmosphere and plus they can learn which muscle groups they're actually utilizing and then you progress them into more advanced things like dumbbell work and lunges. It can be intimidating. You see some guy and he has all these big plates on his barbell and they come in and they have one little plate. I guess that can be a little intimidating. Right. And your, your goal as a trainer is to make sure that you're looking out at what's best for your client. So if the guy over across from you is, you know, deadlifting 350 pounds, that doesn't necessarily mean that's what's best for your client. Right. Um, and you really have to look at their needs and, and what the end result is supposed to be. Uh, do you vary your weights? Do you do some sets where it's a lighter weight, more reps, and then you progress up, you do a pyramid? or A lot of times we'll start with a higher repetition range so that... When you work the higher repetition range, you build ligament tendon strength, Mm -hmm. which tends to to be more beneficial long term. uh, Because when you start doing the lower repetitions, the 10s, the 12s, the 15s, and so forth, you'll gain strength. But then as you progress, your strength levels typically exceed the workload of your ligaments and tendon strength. So in other words, if you're bench pressing and each week you're increasing and increasing, eventually you'll plateau out. So you want to make sure that the joint structure can support the workload that you're trying to put up at the end of the day. Uh, do you find that uh, you, when you let's let's switch to women now? Do you mm-hmm. have to train them a little differently, or a little bit? Um, women tend to have a couple other 
issues that can be going on. So we want to make sure, uh, especially when it comes to weight loss, uh, stress is a huge one, thyroid function, uh, hormone level could be imbalanced. If any one of those things is going on, in addition to a They're more poor, complicated than men, right? Yeah, absolutely. In a absolutely. lot of ways, we won't go into that. <laughs> that's a whole different segment. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, I guess some women are always afraid to get too muscular, but that doesn't happen unless you're, you know, what are women? Sometimes you see these female bodybuilders, which fortunately they're moving away from that. But it takes a lot for a female to get really muscular. In, right? order, in order for a woman to look like uh, a male does, typically there has to be some sort of performance enhancing yeah. supplements that are going on somewhere along the route because women don't have enough testosterone to typically look like that. And you can usually tell those features if by the masculine jawline, the deeper voice, those mm -hmm. types of things. But uh, when it comes to the specifics of weight training, other than maybe lighter weight, because women generally have uh, they're not a strong upper body mm -hmm. weight, they, uh, uh, is it basically the same programs? For the most part, I mean, you really want to balance out the individual. Uh, women typically like doing legs a lot more than guys do. So guys always want to focus on chest, back, biceps, and triceps. Women always yeah, want to focus yeah. on the legs. Yeah, show muscles. Yes. Yeah. So you have to get each side to kind of flip-flop. So the guys have to do legs and the women have to do upper body because... At some point, you're going to need your upper body to pick yourself up, to be able to wear that strapless dress that you want to wear, whatever that modality is that you want to have you know, a little bit better upper body strength. Yeah, because we've all seen, especially the guys, sometimes like from the waist up, they're shredded. Mm -hmm. And then you know, they usually don't wear shorts, but when they do, you can mm -hmm. tell you know, they haven't worked their thighs or calves very right. much. Yeah. Uh, we just have like a minute or two left. What's the biggest challenge? Uh, you face as a trainer with people sustaining their motivation or, or I would say it's a level of commitment and people don't understand the importance of exercise in their daily lives um, we have so many issues with diabetes and a whole host of other right. potential issues low back pain etc and a lot of that can be cured via exercise so you're seeing a trend where more and more people are starting to do the preventative stuff, which is working out, eating right, uh, doing, using the foam roller, stretching, and those types of things, so that you sustain a longer, healthier life, which is what the ultimate goal is. Yeah, especially as people are living longer, uh, you know, you don't want to live your your last twenty years, you know, getting difficulty getting out of chair. But you've been very insightful, Tony. We wish you and Accelerated Speed Training all the success in the world, and keep up the great work. Thank you very and much. Thank you for being here, and thank you for watching, and keep checking out Talking Sports and Fitness on the People Chronicles, as well as all the other wonderful programs.